Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money-saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. That's Michelle Smallman. I'm Randy Carricker. It's 9.02 in St. Louis. Your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. And uh, Xavier Scruggs has become a friend of the show. He is the host of the Bigs podcast. He also works for ESPN and MLB Network Radio. We've heard a lot of Xavier over the course of the last few months, and you'll hear a lot of him now as he joins us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Hey, good morning. I'm doing well. Good to hear from you guys. Randy and Michelle, excited to be on with you. How bummed out are you about the prospects of a lockout here in the next 24 hours? Oh, man, this is just um, it, it, bummed out. It, it doesn't even explain how I feel. You know, I, I'm disappointed that we're even at a point like this. Um, just because of our game and the trajectory that it's been on this past year, I feel like fans have been so engaged. I feel like our game has been taking such a step forward. And to, to possibly come to a standstill like this, uh, really takes it back for our game. And I'm just disappointed in that sense, more more so for the fans. As a former player, I understand it sucks as a player and even as an organization, but as a fan of the game, um, this is when it takes its toll on, on, on uh, everybody watching. But Xavier, do you think that baseball really is concerned about alienating fans? I, uh, I don't necessarily do. Um, <laughs> that's not, I, I don't think that's their focus at this time. And, and I think, um, it, as much as we talk about growing the game, as much as we talk about being able to diversify our fans, being able to hit different markets, um, that has to be a priority for me. And, and that, that's what's dis- most disappointing when I think about the, the possibility of a lockout coming here soon. This has been such a fun week, too, with all the free agent moves and all of the guys that have gotten big money. Has there been a move or two, Xavier, that has uh, has caused you to think, okay, that team really has made a move towards being a postseason team, maybe a team that wasn't or a team that got a lot better because of their signings? Yeah, for me, I, I, I first look at kind of a, a, a move that came out of nowhere to me is, is the Robbie Ray to the Mariners. Um, this is a Mariners team that was already, you know, close to making the playoffs last year. We saw the push that they had made. Um, and they were going to lose a couple of their guys to free agency, Yusei Kikuchi, um, Tyler Anderson. But this is a situation now they've gone and got themselves a Cy Young winner. And he can be placed right at the top of that rotation, a young rotation that can learn a lot from him. Um, you add another lefty to that rotation. We know how dominant lefties can be, especially when they have nasty stuff that Robbie Ray has. So I, I immediately look at that AL West division, and I see a, a team that's going to be able to compete, maybe not necessarily right there with the Astros, but they'll be close and they'll give some teams some fits. So that was one for me. 
And then, of course, the Cardinals going out early before Thanksgiving and, and, and getting the deal done with Matt. So I thought that was an important um, deal to get done because they had already been shown to be looking for a left-handed starter to balance those other righties in the rotation. And then also a guy that does a good job of getting weak contact and using the defense behind him. So I thought that was a huge move for the Cardinals. Xavier, there was a deep shortstop class this offseason, and a lot of big names are off the board, but Carlos Correa is still there. With the lockout looming, what do you think his market looks like now, and what what do you think would be a good landing spot for him? Yeah, with the the lockout looming and and some of these other guys having already signed, and we had already kind of linked him to – everybody was so focused on the Tigers, and obviously they went out and got themselves a Javier Baez – um, I, I, I think that, you know, he's going to have to do some searching, going, looking at, at what's available. If some of these teams aren't willing to give him the 10 year deal, he's going to have to look at, at, go look at Astros and see, Hey, what works best there? There's still a fit there. There's some teams that still in the Yankees that need a shortstop, but some of these teams have said, Hey, we're not giving dishing out 10 years. We're not dishing out this type of money. So I think there has to be kind of a, a, a reassessing of the market and figuring out, okay, do we wait a little bit longer and figure out what works best for us um, it, it, going towards next year? Um, I think that's the same situation for a Trevor Story. I, I don't know if his market is still as high as he thought it may have been. Um, and also we know this guy is a guy that you know didn't perform as well as he had in the past last year. So um, might be a situation where he takes a little bit less years and, and tries to prove himself. I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see moving forward. Xavier Scruggs joining us on Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. We can all, I think, safely and fairly assume that the DH will be in place in the National League once this work stoppage is over. With that being the case, uh, Xavier, how do you like the DH to be treated? Do you like it to be where guys just get a day off now and then, or do you like to have just one guy that is the DH for like 140 games? Yeah, I see the the positives in both sides, but for many teams now and the way that the game is going, I think versatility is going to be most important. I, I look at a guy, just for example, uh, a, a guy like a Chris Taylor, if you're able to bring a guy like him to the team, you're able to now give guys a rest, multiple guys a rest because he can play multiple positions. And one of those days of rest can be a DH. Um, you know, you get certain guys that can do different things within the team aspect that, that, for me, is more valuable than one guy because there's not a lot of one guys that can just be a DH. We understand how valuable and how premium they are because there's not many of them. So I look at a situation where, hey, maybe I can fill out this roster spot by getting a versatile guy that can allow me to have some different options, whether it be infield, whether it be outfield, and move guys around in the lineup, give guys a break, and, and allow guys to um, perform at a high level. Xavier, I want to tap into your experience as a player. What would you be doing to prepare for this impending lockout? Yeah, I think that's a, that's the million-dollar question as a player. It's like, uh, you know, you just have to consider focusing on what you can control. And I think that's just you getting ready for the season. Um, I, I think, obviously, you're going to hear so much. And, and guys are so now to where they're always looking at MLB trade rumors. They're always looking to see what's going on. But – Ultimately, you have to prepare yourself and be focused on the next season day by day. Um, and always be having that, those talks with your agent, having talks with, if you're with an organization, learning, hey, what, what are we hearing? That way you're informed 
but it doesn't necessarily take your focus off of what you have to do as a player. Obviously, easier said than done because of how much is going on early on in the off season. But for me as a player, you got to continue to stay focused and, and get prepared for the season as if it was a normal season. And even though it is a transient business and guys move around all the time, I would have to think that if you have the opportunity, you'd rather sign here in the next 12 hours or so than – sign on February 11th and have to be in a camp by February 14th. Having to to move your life in the space of three days is kind of difficult. You've been through it, right? Absolutely. And I think that's that's that peace of mind factor and and being comfortable knowing where you're going to be. I think one thing to think about when we think about these players is they have families, they have people that support them. Um, So they're trying to figure out as early as possible, where am I going to be at? Uh, where will I live? How how will I be able to move around and do the things that I need to do before the season even starts? So all those accommodations become extremely important to be focused on. Um, and, and as a player, you know, just being able to understand that, okay, now I can just focus on my job. That's the biggest thing for a player is when you're able to take out all the distractions of where am I going, how much am I signing for, um, you know, what, where am I going to live, all, this, all these things, you're able to just go out there and continue to play. And, and I think that's one thing I look at being a player and, and understanding guys that want to sign or as early as possible because then they don't have to worry so much about the offseason. They can just focus on getting themselves better and ready to perform for their team next year. Finally, Xavier, I, I want to get your take on this because I have become so hardened to big money contracts. If somebody signs for $250, $300 million, even Seager yesterday, $325 million, and I say, oh, he signed for $325 million. But, man, th- put it in perspective that a guy like Max Scherzer is making $43.3 million a year. I, I think sometimes we forget how incredible the money is in baseball. Yeah, it it absolutely is. I mean, you have NFL, NBA players, you know, still talking about making that baseball money because (laughs) these contracts can be absolutely crazy when you look at the numbers. And I think when you look at it perspective-wise, you first of all understand that these guys, a lot of them have been fighting a long time just to even get to free agency. Most players don't even get to free agency, so they don't ever see that type of money. Most of them see the minimum salary, so for them to sacrifice, and we're talking about still the minor leagues, I saw a tweet the other day that was like, you give these guys PB with baseball, you can eat PB and J's for seven years and then all of a sudden make a hundred million dollars. So, so it's interesting because there's a sacrifice that goes on for a long period of time. And then you start to think about the opportunity to hit free agency and where we're at when you talk about, when you talk about franchise players, like that, that's what I'm most excited about seeing with these organizations is they're committing to franchise players, whether or not their team is ready to perform in 2022. So I think that's in a sense of, of what's making the game a little bit better is because you're starting to see now some of these teams that you didn't think about necessarily competing in the Rangers. Hey, we're going out there making moves, committing to our fans, committing to the organization and whether or not we see ourselves being a, a best team next year, no, we're going to start building it. And, and that's what I like to see in the, as, as far as the perspective. Uh, guys are just that's, – that's how baseball has been. It's been continuing to grow, and, um, and, and some of these guys really do deserve the contracts they're making.
And I want you to hear this text from the 618. It says, let X know to keep up the good work on the podcast. I really enjoy it. So you've got a listenership, a, a pretty significant listenership here in St. Louis. And I echo that thought. Keep up the great work. Are you having fun with it? Oh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's, it's, it's great to be on the side of the media side and being able to talk to these players and allow them to have uh, a great platform. So I'm, I'm really enjoying it, and I appreciate all the support and love St. Louis forever. Xavier Scruggs, thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.